0: All right. What is coming for the photography industry as a whole in 2023? In this episode, I cover everything from marketing trends to predictions on pricing, trends in photography, and what new technologies will be available to photographers in 2023. If you want to stay ahead of the curve and prepare your business, this episode is for you. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason it's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey, y'all. I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. Students learn this through the Beauty and Birth Photography Certification and through Marketing School for Photographers. Happy New Year, friends. I hope that your 2023 is off to an incredible start and that you're feeling refreshed and rejuvenated after the holidays to Get after your big business goals for this year. Well, just like our world, photography is a rapidly changing industry. I want to back up a little bit and look at why do predictions matter? Like why does an episode like this matter? Why listen to an episode like this? The truth is, and I'm totally guilty of this, A lot of us kind of get stuck in our ways. New trends, new styles, new gear pops up, and we're just used to doing things a certain way, so we stick to it without looking at other options. But the truth is, those photographers and business owners who adapt to changes in any industry are the ones who see the most success. Think about photographers who switched to digital cameras in 2010 versus those who stuck with film. Or those business owners who were using fax machines in the early 2000s instead of email. Staying informed about predictions and trends as a photographer can help you know what's happening in your field and know if it's time to stay the course or mix things up a little bit. So I want to share with you my six predictions for where the industry is headed Some of these might seem far-fetched, but all of them are based on current trends that I've been noticing and things that I've been researching in preparation for this episode. So whether you're full-time or you're a hobbyist, I know that you're going to find some great takeaways from this episode. My first prediction for 2023 is that more photographers will save time using AI image editing for their sessions. Last year in 2022, um, my predictions, we talked about AI, which is artificial intelligence, and how services like Jasper.ai are helping content creators and web developers and a lot of industries use AI to create content. And now here we are with these fancy robots getting super specific now to photographers. There are many ways that you can now use AI to actually edit your images for you, like literally with the click of a button. And you train the AI to edit in your style. I know, right? Crazy. Robots are for real taking over. Just imagine how much time you'd save if AI could accurately and consistently edit your photos for you. Imagine that. Imogen AI says it could cut down your editing time by more than 75%, meaning if you normally take two hours to edit a session, and let's be honest, for a lot of us, that's like on the low end, you could have it done in 30 minutes, which is crazy, right? So if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you know I've been outsourcing my editing for years, and I recommend that to a lot of you too. Editing is the thing that sucks up the most time for photographers by far. Imagine how much time you'd have to work on marketing and actually shooting the sessions and even just time with your family if you weren't stuck behind the computer editing your life away. And at the time of this recording, I know a lot of us are coming off of like fall crazy busy time, right? And it's like, oh, I don't even want to think about being in busy season again because of the editing. So if you've been thinking about outsourcing your editing, now, especially during the slower season for a lot of us, this might be a good time to try out something new like AI editing to see how you like it and see how it works for you. Now, I personally have very limited experience with AI because like I said, I've been outsourcing my editing for years and I don't have an immediate need to change our workflow and how we're doing things, but I definitely have my eye on it. I've got a pulse on it. I'm watching it, but I don't have a need or a reason to like immediately change things. However, I did create an account with Imogen AI and play around with it a little bit before this episode. And they have a free trial if you want to check it out. The drawback that I saw from playing around with it, and it's not really a huge one, is that you need 3000 images of a specific style in order to train the AI. So basically, you upload at least 3000 images of a specific type of session. So for me, it would be like, okay, my studio sessions, I would upload 3000 images, and that would teach the AI. Or you can use templates, I forgot what they called it, there was a name for it, Um, provided by the AI, which is kind of a cool feature. So you can say, like, I kind of want my images to look like this, which is really, really cool. Okay, the second prediction that I have for the photography industry in 2023 is that more and more people will want prints of their images. But... Not necessarily high quality ones like you might be thinking. So looking at the younger generation is usually a good place to start when we're talking about trends and what is up and coming. More and more kids are using like old school Polaroids and instant print cameras, which I love. Like as a kid, I totally had a Polaroid camera and I loved it. And I actually bought one myself as an adult recently in the last six months, like a small, cheap, kind of crappy, if I'm being honest, like printer that prints your cell phone photos on sticky paper so that I can put it in my journal. So this is not anything that I need to, um, I'm going to display, like the colors are terrible, but I wanted something cheap and quick and easy that I could just print cell phone photos with. And so I'm kind of falling into um, this prediction myself because I recently bought a printer like this. The world is loving digital, obviously, but so often we crave something tangible, which is why I see a demand in 2023 for prints, whether or not they're high quality prints, it could be discussed, but prints in general. With less and less of our lives being tangible and in the 3D, these days people want prints to have something tangible. And after living our lives on hard drives for the last 20 years, I think my generation and younger generations see the benefit of having something physical that we can touch and hold. So what does that mean for you as a photographer? Could you offer prints? Sure, of course. Could you include loose prints when clients spend over a certain amount or automatically include a small print like a five by seven or four by six of every one of their digital files that they purchase? What if you just included that? You can even give them a Polaroid camera or a simple photo book as a thank you gift, either for all your clients, depending on your price point, or when they spend over a certain amount. Think outside the box a little bit with this one, but I think that our clients are going to love and appreciate in any capacity, having some printed photos in 2023. The next industry prediction is about marketing. And it is use video to market as a photographer in 2023. I've had something about video in my predictions the last couple of years I realized this. And that's because ever since Facebook Live and Periscope back in like 2015, video has been something that consumers really want to consume. But as photographers who take photos, should we really use video? to market photos, right? My simple answer is, it depends. For photographers who don't want to offer video for their clients, it was a bit of a struggle to adapt to short form video last year, right? But we all know that platforms like Instagram and TikTok have been favoring videos and algorithm since 2020. So have you adapted Or are you sticking with what's worked well in the past? For some photographers, they've tracked their numbers on social media and they know their stats and they know that photos outperform their video content, which is awesome. Stick with what the data tells you. But I definitely think testing with different types of video will give your content a boost in the algorithm in 2023. So what if you made it a part of your workflow for your clients to record yourself behind the scenes at a shoot, maybe in real time, maybe doing like a time lapse, maybe you're using a tripod, maybe you're finding just a place to prop up your phone. Could you even attach your phone to your camera and take video automatically, like on top of your camera as you're taking photos that could then turn into some behind the scenes footage or like a before and after type thing? There are a lot of easy ways to get creative and use video in 2023. At the end of last year, actually, I simply recorded my computer screen, flipping through a bunch of photos from my client session in Lightroom, and I tagged her in this reel and put some music behind it. Like, it really does not have to be complicated. The next trend is is one that I've seen, and I'm still feeling uneasy about it, and I almost didn't include it. Um, But I wanted to mention it because I've seen so much of it in this predictions episode. This is specific to the shooting side of photography. And that is blurred motion subjects as in intentionally making the subject of your photo blurry. Now, if you're inside my certification for birth photographers, you know that we spend a lot of time talking about how to nail focus and get super sharp images. After all, that's what we're doing with photography is freezing one moment in time, right? Here's the thing about rules in photography. They're made to be broken, right? It's art. It's subjective. We have rules. We learn them and then we can break them. I could see this trend of blurred motion subjects taking off with a few stipulations. Okay. It's like hard for me to admit that this could work. I could see it working with a few stipulations. Number one, I still have to know what the subject of the photo is. If it's blurry, I still need to know what to look at. Right. Number two, the subject needs to be moving or there's already some kind of movement in the photo. Again, this is my opinion. Three, I can still see and appreciate what's happening in the photo with some blur. It's not like so blurry. I don't even know what I'm looking at, right? So I don't know about this one, y'all. I think this might be kind of like the selective color trend in the early 2000s, or we look back and we go, dang, what were we thinking? But I also could see it like being appealing with the right type of image. I don't know. What do you guys think? Have you seen this trend DM me on Instagram at Tavia Redburn. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode as a whole, but specifically this trend of the blurred motion. Have you seen it? Do you like it? Are you using it? Let me know your thoughts. The next prediction for 2023 is based on economy predictions, and I definitely see less room for middle-of-the-market pricing in 2023. I personally see the photographers thriving who either have a very low-priced, high-volume business setup, or the ones who are premium, top-dollar photographers. I think that this year, above other years, is going to make it really hard for the -the middle-of-the-road priced photographer to get and stay fully booked. Is it going to be impossible? No. Is it going to be more challenging? I think so. And we sometimes call this pricing no man's land because it means that your prices are not really high enough to appeal to the high-end clients that are willing to pay a premium for quality work and a quality experience, but they're also not low enough to attract the budget conscience, conscious clients who are looking for the lowest price. It can also make it hard for photographers to differentiate themselves from competitors, since their prices might be similar to those of other photographers in the same market. So how do you avoid being in no man's land with your pricing, right? You might be listening to this and you're like, I think I'm in no man's land. Like, what should I do? A little market research helps for sure, but don't go down a rabbit hole looking at your competitors and let it put you into a funky headspace. Okay. With a clear, abundant mindset, look at your competitors. Look up the ones that you think are high priced and look at the budget photographers too. What are they charging and what's included in those prices? And are you kind of somewhere in between the high end and the low end of the spectrum? And if you are, you're probably in that no man's land with your pricing. But you can easily get out of that middle market by really identifying your client And advertising yourself in a way that makes you the no brainer option for her. If you need help with your marketing in 2023, make sure you join the waitlist for marketing school for photographers because we are opening it up again, just to the waitlist very soon. So if you don't know what marketing school for photographers is, this is my signature program that teaches you step by step how to execute my seven step marketing system so that you can go full time. If you want to join the waitlist, head over to com slash waitlist. Okay, the last prediction for 2023 is that connecting in person with expos, meetups, workshops is going to be the best way to make business-to-business connections as well as book more clients. So if you're wanting to book more clients in 2023, listen up to this prediction. I am excited about this one, you guys, because after a super funky last couple of years, in-person meetups and photography expos and all that goodness is back. Listen, I love digital marketing strategies like email marketing and blogging and social media. Those are tried and true ways to meet people and to book clients. They're not going away, but there really is nothing like those face-to-face interactions, and the trust that it builds with your community when they see you and meet you in real life. And I can already feel my introverts in the room being like, oh, but Tavia, 2020 was a dream come true for me because I didn't have to go anywhere or see anyone. And I totally get it because I am a homebody for sure. I will tell you though that Meeting up in person with similar businesses or at events where your ideal client is already hanging out will get you way more bang for your buck in the time you spend doing that than online marketing activities. The time that you would spend in person, I believe, will be better spent than the time online when you're looking at it just time for time. The in-person meetups are going to move the needle more for you in your business for the time spent. Here's a real life example for you. My husband and I recently were out doing our annual family planning meeting at the end of the year. And this woman approached us and she said, are you guys here for the networking meeting? which is totally understandable that she thought that because we were like all spread out at this table with like papers and notebooks and pens. And we were like writing and talking like we looked like we probably belonged at a networking meeting. But we told her no, we weren't. Um, and we got to talking. And I found out that her name was Toya. And she makes custom creations, everything from a lighter to wedding decor. Now, let me ask you this. If I saw Toya's Instagram post for the first time and she said, hi, I'm Toya in Oklahoma City and I make custom creations from a lighter to wedding decor. Do you think I would remember that much about her from an Instagram post? Absolutely not. I can guarantee you I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even have stopped to read it. But because she was a real person who I saw face to face one time on accident, right? I was doing something else and I just happened to meet her. I already know so much more about her. And I instantly trusted her a lot more. And we literally just exchanged five minutes of conversation. So hopefully that example proves my point a little bit more about how in-person meetups are so powerful for photographers. And you better believe that I told Toya I was a baby and birth photographer in the area, right? (laughs) So friend, what do you say? Maybe 2023 is the year that you find a birth workers meetup or a photographer's get-together, or a mommy meetup, and you meet some new people. As we head into 2023, these are the six predictions that I have for photographers. Kind of random, kind of all over the place, kind of bold. I think there's going to be a continued rise in AI image editing, more people printing their images, both good and bad, right? More and more use of video and marketing, photographers choosing to intentionally blur their images (laughs) and less bookings for those middle of the road priced photographers. So what do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree with any of my predictions? Let me know on Instagram, shoot me a DM at Tavia Redburn. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for making it to the end of another episode. And remember my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident. Not everyone loves the niche of photography that you love. So whatever your passion is, it is there for a reason. And I hope that you will get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.